Hi, Namaste, Namaskar, Monakkam. We are Association for India's Development, a secular charity organization based in the United States which promotes sustainable, equitable and just development in India. I am Noma Ahmed, a volunteer with AID. This is the first episode of our podcast series, Roots. We intend to bring fresh, less heard stories from remote parts of India. In this episode, Sonika Sethi, a transportation engineer by day and our volunteer, will be interviewing Subranshu Chaudhary. Subranshu was a BBC TV and radio producer in the 90s and 2000s and more recently founded CGNet Swara, a world-first cell phone-based news network. With technical expertise from Microsoft Research India, he came up with a system for villagers and tribals living in remote parts to report local events via voicemail. The voicemails are then verified, curated, and shared. For this effort, he won Digital Activism Award in 2014. In this episode, he will be sharing with us stories about internally displaced persons in various states in eastern India. So, Shubhranshu, can you provide some background of, for the situation? Um, you know, why did the IDPs uh, move out or were forced to move out of their villages um, and out of the state of Chhattisgarh uh, about 15 years ago? And what was the process of resettlement in Andhra, uh, Telangana like? Long conflict between uh, state authorities and Maoist guerrillas in Tandakaranya, we call, uh, which is uh, five, six states. So Chhattisgarh is one of them. And 2004, there was an escalation, uh, which is commonly known as Salva Judo, which is a Gondi word, um, which was called Salva means something nearer to peace. But as we understand, it was a uh, state strategy, uh, they called it for peace, which uh, was very violent. And many houses were, um, were vacated forcefully. Many houses were burned. Uh, people were killed. Uh, there were rapes um, in hundreds. And um, it was what we understand was a military strategy uh, called strategic hamleting where you move villages to strategic locations so dry out the water to catch the fish uh, this has been tried in past in Mizoram uh, by Indian authorities it was tried by British in Malaya uh, by Americans in uh, uh, Vietnam and at various places so during that time many thousand Adivasis um, left their home and went to mainly Andhra Pradesh uh, at that time. Now that there are two states, Andhra Pradesh and Telangana, and some also went to uh, Odisha. Uh, so 15 years on, uh, not much has happened uh, for their rehabilitation. Some work has happened um, to get them some support where they are. Um, so in Andhra and now in Telangana, so quite a few NGOs have worked in getting them some basic facilities. So some have ration cards, some have voting cards. Um, 
but as we understand that we do not know the exact number of these idps or internally displaced people and not much has been done by chatisgarh state it is the parent state from where uh, these people originate uh, where many of them or most of them had land uh, at home of course and when i say land so ownership of land um so um some process um has a new process has started with idps in last few months and i would like to tell about that in more details okay so can can you just uh, give a little bit of you know the background uh, of this the displaced population what was their you know what is their cultural kind of ethnic composition do they belong to a single tribe uh, do they have a shared language or is there a lot of diversity amongst the people that who were who were initially displaced so um, as far as i understand they are all from uh, gond they call it koya or koitor because gond is a language Uh, given to them by outsiders uh, mainly anthropologists they call themselves koya koitor um and they are all from the same community speak this language they call koya we call gundi um and they were mainly from uh, three districts um so it's all south bastar bastar is a huge district in chatisgarh which is bigger than uh say kerala state in size now there are seven districts in uh, bastar so the district of sukma district of dantewada and district of bijapur um the idps uh, were mainly from these three districts uh, gondi is their language and there has been a tradition of uh, economic migration from these districts to Andhra Pradesh. See, this is a, a bigger forest called Dandakaranya. Of course, uh, a lot of forest has been cut in last many uh, decades. Um, but you know, they move down um, in search of better land, and this has been happening uh, for centuries. But this got accelerated, and there was a sudden burst of uh, thousands of people moving for violence so there have been many people who migrated from these districts to andhra pradesh and telangana but they are economic migrants but they are not idps they are not displaced uh, because are right. not voluntarily right so um so yeah i was looking up bastar is is a pretty huge uh, huge district um more than 10000 square kilometers what what is the um is there what was the life like you know before this you know mass uh, you know in, in a sense migration out of what what were some you know what were their uh, livelihoods of the communities you know what were the practices as much as you are aware of um you know prior to you know 2015 uh, 2005 and is is this land almost mostly kind of uh now 
you know, free of, you know, human habitation right now? Or are there still families living in, in this uh, these districts? So they are mainly forest um, people. And their economy is primarily forest-based. Uh, what I understand is, you know, uh, if not uh, 90%, but um, a lot of their resources come from forest. They also do farming. Um, and this migration is quite old. Many of these people actually came from North Pastor to South Pastor in search of land. And then they have moved further to Andhra and Telangana. And as I said, it's part of the same forest. So we have created, we means, uh, you know, state and authorities and uh, modern nation uh, states have created these boundaries that from here onwards, it is called Andhra Pradesh. From there, it is called Telangana. So in Andhra and Telangana, these communities are not listed as Adivasis. So they do not get the facilities of Forest Rights Act, for example. So though these people are living in forest land, so there are two problems for uh, getting them rehabilitated or getting them uh, land rights. Um, number one, um, rather three, they do not want to go back to their original villages because uh, violence still continues. It is not as bad as it was in 2004 to 9 when Salva Judum was under operation. But, um, you know, they get uh, reports of regular killing and regular killing by both sides. Uh, police is going in and killing people and Maoists are killing regularly, calling people, quote unquote, uh, informers. So they, most of them, 99% of them do not want to go back to their 